तब कथामृतम तप्त जीवनम कविभिरीड़ित कलमशापहम श्रवणमंगल श्रीमदातम भुवि गृहती भुरीदाजना दि नेक्चर ऑफ द वर्ल्ड द लाइफ फॉर दोज हु आर स्कॉर्स बाय द वर्ल्ड the words which have been uttered by the knowers of truth which wipe out sins the very hearing of which is beneficial which are beautiful pleasing to the ears pleasing to the hearts which are inexhaustible those who recount them on the earth are the givers of plenty om shanti hi shanti hi shanti hi peace 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 be to all this summer we are talking about the old swamis of the ramkrishna order as i told you i worked on a book last two years prachin sadhuder katha stories of the old monks i collected 82 reminiscences 42 from the two other swamis from the diaries other 40 42 i i collected by myself i was associating with the monks of the ramkrishna order from 1950 last 65 66 years after i joined the order i started to keep diary and later some of their reminiscences i recorded on the tape cassette tape and some of the reminiscences i transcribed from those tapes they are very very interesting these swamis are the second generation of the ramkrishna order sri ramkrishna is the source the first generation was his direct disciples then came the second generation those who are the disciples of the direct disciples we are the third generation so the second generation swamis reminiscences you will find here how they are trained by the disciples of ramakrishna what did they see in them their spiritual discipline their struggles their pioneering work in the east and the west that is history that this book two is two volumes this book will come 700 pages the two volumes will tell you all this i collected only little the other swamis paras could collect more but this is a first effort i should say swamis 
शरदानंद जी रोज होती है स्थिति अबाउट स्वामी विरेजानंद लॉट ऑफ हिस्ट्री इज देयर सो आई लेट मी सी हाउ मेनी स्वामीज आई कैन कावर टू नाइट दिस स्वामीज आई मेट इन बेनरस स्वामी परमेशानंद नाइनटीन ऑफ फोर टू नाइनटीन एटी सिक्स एटीन ऑगस्ट नाइनटीन एटी टू स्वामी परमेशानंद वॉज ए डिसाइपल ऑफ होली मदर आई वॉज ए स्टेइंग इन द गेस्ट हाउस ऑफ द हॉस्पिटल एंड आई सॉ एन ओल्ड स्वामी इन सर्कल दिल बीक कोचियर्ड लॉन ऑफ द हॉस्पिटल एंड देन ही यूज टू कम एंड सीच ऑन द स्टेप ऑफ द गेस्ट हाउस सो आई यूज ही वुड कम टॉक टू मी आई आस्क मरेज डू यू वर्क एवरी डे येस आई मस्ट कीप माई हैबिट अदरज इफ आई डू नॉट वर्क आई वी बेड रिजन और होम रूम बाउंड Do not give up your habits. Always hold on. Good habits. If you give up, they will leave you. But if you hold the good habits, they will shape your character. They will make you strong. Then he told about Shami Parameshwarananda, who was a disciple of Holy Mother. Holy Mother told this monk in Jarambati, "My son, it was sometimes in 1916 or 17. Holy Mother sent him from Jarambati to Belurmat to have shanaash, final vows from Shri Brahmananda. Mother insisted. Right now, you go." so he came with the letter of holy mother shami premananda said my goodness you brought the command from the high court <laughs> holy mother was our high court you know then brahmananda gave him shanash then when he came back to janambaji mother said my son tumar mrityur jog chilo seita kete gelo you are supposed to die but that death has been counteracted by your second birth that is this monastic life mrittu jo you see mother can change god can change and another occasion mother told about radhu she is supposed to be a widow her niece then she initiated radhu's husband so that he may not die till she is alive mother died in 1920 radhu died in 1940 radhu was born on 1900 she was holy mother jogomaya mother is to say birth death and marriage which is under the control of the vidata brahma creator the shami told me 
Some people meditate and practice japam superficially. They do not know how to dive deep. Then he said, if you have a true guru and if you give, get a Shiddha mantra, do you know how the Shiddha mantra works? In our country, there are some kind of fireworks. Uh, it is an earthen pot, they call it pot. Then they put all the powder there inside, very heavily. And then there is a wick on the top, they cover it. And then they set the fire on the wick and it bursts. And various kinds of, many, all the lights, all various kinds of fireworks, as you can see, those things come out. Swami said, the mantra works in the same way. When mantra enters into the heart, all of your bad karma and everything will be out, will be burnt out. Recollectedness is good, he was telling, but Tibra Purushakar, you must make self-effort, that I must go and sit, sit. Jap and meditation are very, very important to the seekers of God. Then he told that Swami Bhigyananda told him that one day Sri Ramakrishna asked Swami Bhigyananda after Sri Ramakrishna is passing away, if you give only my mantra, you give her mantra also, Holy Mother's mantra, because the key of liberation is in her hands. She is the Mahamaya, Divine Mother. The key is in her hands. Give that mantra to the people. So he started to give two mantras during initiation. 27th August 1982, Banaras Ashram. He says, the more you will repeat mantra, the power of that mantra, the God's power, will enter inside you. And the Master will do many things through you. Swamiji's brother, Mahindranadatta, said, Read Swamiji again and again. If you do not understand, read more. That will be your meditation. Gradually you will find your inside will be, will, will be cleared up. Then he told that one devotee got initiation from Swami Bireshwarananda. And he, she was repeating, she did not listen carefully, so she was repeating the mantra wrongly. Holy Mother appeared before her in dream and said, My child, you are repeating wrong mantra. The mantra is this. That is Swami Parameshananda. His other reminiscences I wrote, maybe 25 pages. This is mine collection. The other collection is heavy. Very beautiful. Swami Shatta Sharupananda, 1900 to 1987. It was in 1970. I was going to Mayabhuti from Calcutta. Heavy rain, 
landslide, bus stop. I was stuck in Black Almora. Then we are inquiring what will happen. You see, if the military people will come, bulldozers and clean the road, then only bus can pass through. So when our bus came, I still remember. Still some rocks are coming from upstairs, from the top. I was thinking perhaps the whole bus will go into the ravine. All of a sudden another military truck came. That is all one-way truck, one-way road. Now it is two ways. So what happened? Our bus went the side, on the, br on the brink, and the military truck was passing this way. So I got down from the truck. All passengers came down. Did not take the risk. Money. The bus can go. Mm. I remember I took my typewriter and came out from the picture. <laughs> I loved my typewriter. <laughs> Smith Corona, portable typewriter. Anyhow, we passed through. Anyhow, Lucknow in Almora, I used to go for a walk with the Maharaj. That one day, take a cushion, you can come inside. There are some cushions are there. Come inside. Then what happened? Uh, we, we used to go for a walk. So we are walking, all of a sudden uh, another monk came and said, Dehakara vritti mrittuhu. If you think of the body, that is death. You are the Atman. Don't think about the body. <laughs> then I went to see. Boshishen was a scientist. He started Vivekananda laboratory in Almora. Experimental seeds which can grow in the hill regions. Very famous. Now it is a national research laboratory. Boshishen. His wife's name is Gertrude Emerson Shen. Gertrude was a... I think she is a distant relative of Emerson. Anyhow. Very famous writer. I met her. She, Boshish uh, and I asked that you stayed with Brahmananda for a long time. I'd like to hear something more what Shami Brahmananda told you. Then he said, one day I told Maharaj, Maharaj, you are very miser. You are a miserly person. Maharaj became grave. Why do you say so? If a rich man has money, does not spend very thrifty very strong, tight fist, he is miser. Similarly, you can give God-realization to anybody, but you are not giving, so you are miser. Immediately, Swami became very grieved. Ke chai, who wants? Ask these people, who wants God? Even the monks do not want God. They can say, Maharaj, give me Shannas, give me Brahmacharya, Maharaj, give me Mantra, Diksha. Nobody comes to me and says, Maharaj, I, I want God. Ask you, to put your hand on your chest and say, do I really want God? You will get a good answer. Who wants God? I got a very good lesson.
I interviewed the Swami on 19th October 1986, 26th October 1986 in Banaras. Maharaj, could you tell me about your disciple of Holy Mother? I'd like to hear from you about Mother. He said, I was from Silet, that's East Bengal now, Bangladesh. And there, my mother, many Jebushis are of the mother there. I was only 18 or 19 years old. So one of the Swamis told that mother is in Jairambati. I was so poor, I had no money. So I went to Swami Ashokarnando. He was then a school teacher there, assistant age master. So I told him, I really want to see mother, but I have no money. So Ashokarnando told Jabuti, give this boy 20 rupees. 20 rupees. And taking that money, I came to Calcutta, stayed in Jabuti's house. Then he took me to Howard Station, put me into the train. I came to Vishnupur Station, overnight train, from Vishnupur to Kualpada. I am talking about 1919. You will have to come by Bullock cart, 8 to 10, 12 hours. So I, sh with another person, I shared the Bullock cart. On the way, the Bullock cart broke down. So the driver says, I am going to the village, bring some bamboos and I shall fix it, you please wait. Well, I did not wait. I gave the money to my co-passenger and walked. And came to Kualpara. It was evening. The abbot said, you cannot see mother today, tomorrow. Next morning, he and another young man went to the mother and bowed down to her. And she did not, he did not say anything. Then the abbot said, Did you ask initiation from the mother? No. Hurry, you should ask. So again, the Swami sent these two young boys. They are in their late teens to the mother. Mother was then going to take her bath in the pond. Mother said, Ask them to come tomorrow. And after bath, let them come to my cottage. So she was, he was initiated. He, he graphically told me about his initiation. When mother called me, Esho Baba, come my son. But those words are so sweet, <coughs> full of love, full of affection. Esho Baba. Then, mother used to ask that your um, family, they are all Bhitur Yesho. Come, I listen. You can come here. Well, if, well, if you may, mother, mother used to initiate, you know, inquiring about their theme. Mother's initiation was not too much formality. 
and very beautiful way he used to initiate. And he sees sometimes she would say, This is your Ishto, and you can see your chosen deity. She can show you God at the time of initiation. That one Swami told me. One day Swami came from Dhaka. Mother said, after initiation, bow down to Sri Ramakrishna, he is your guru. Oh, no, 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 he cannot be my guru. You gave me the mantra, you are my guru. He said, no, I am not your guru, I am your mother. No, 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 you cannot be my mother. My mother is in Dhaka. <laughs> he was a young boy. Yes. Just a gypsy type of boy, but very strong. Then mother said, look, I am your mother. And immediately mother took his mother's form, who is in Dhaka. Overwhelmed. <laughs> then mother asked him, you know Radhu, her niece, was not she was not well. She needs a little soup. Will you be able to make some soup? Some kind of some kind of meat soup, you know. He is 18, 19 years old. Yes, mother, if somebody shows me, I can easily make soup. The mother told him that how to make the soup, cut the pieces and then saute it with a little ghee and put some spices, little spices and boil a long time and bring that soup so that Radhu can get some strength. She is bedridden. So first day was all right. Second day, do you know what happened? It is a brass bowl. Holding the hand, the bowl, hot bowl, he was carrying from the monastery to the mother's cottage. It was so hot he could not hold it, so it fell. He was so embarrassed. He went to the head swami. He was a young man. The head swami and cried that what shall I do now? Ish. Just now you go to the mother, and tell her the whole situation. That if necessary, she will make again. So he, he went to the mother, mother said, Oh, dhorte shekuni, dhorte shekuni. You boy did not know how to hold. Mother, if you order me, I can make again. No, today is too late. It takes time to make soup. Then next day, Holy Mother sent a messenger. Ask that boy to make the soup, but someone should carry here. <laughs> then after one week, mother said, my son, now you go to Calcutta. And he wanted to be a monk, a 19 years old. You go to Calcutta and ask Sarasharat and Brahmananda Rakal, they will take you and go where they asked you to go. So they came to Calcutta, he came to Calcutta, said, mother asked me this, Brahmananda said, we shall send you to Banaras. He told me a very fascinating story of the mother. Could you give me a copy of the mother's book? Oh, the second edition? Do you have the second edition? I'm not sure if it's the second edition. Bring it here. I shall read to you. You will enjoy it. In the first edition, I did not get any chance. In the second edition, I 
Putin says. Very fascinating story. There. Mm. Holy Mother's detachment. Swami Shattu Shurupananda, this Swami's reminiscence I am telling you. A disciple of the Mother related this incident. Holy Mother was in Udbodhan, preparing to leave for Jairambachi. Swami Sarodananda asked Ashok and Rajbihari to help the Mother pack. Sarodananda brought a beautiful and expensive mosquito curtain for the Mother. Mother she used in Jairambachi, which Rajbihari put in the Mother's trunk. In the evening, the Mother left for our station with her companions and those two attendants. The train arrived at Vishnupur station very early in the morning. They travelled by bullock carts for the rest of their journey, reaching Jairambachi before evening. Ashok and Rajbihari carried the mother's luggage to her room and then went to their cottage. When the mother was unpacking, Uncle Kali, and holy mother's brother, came to inquire about his sister. When he, was, he saw the mosquito garden, he grabbed it and said, Sister, you will have to give this one to me. As he said this, he put it under his arm and left. The mother stood there like a speechless spectator. After supper, Ashok and Rajbihari came to make the mother's bed and set up the mosquito garden. They could not find it. Even after searching through all the clothes in the trunk, they asked the mother about it and she remained silent. Finally, she said, My sons, Kali wanted, so I gave to him. Rajbihari said, Mother, Sharutmaraj gave it to you for your use and you uh, did not use it even for a day. What will he think? Mother replied, My son, what can I do? You set up the old mosquito curtain for me. Helpless, they followed the mother's order and left the room. While walking to their cottage, they met Uncle Kali in the courtyard as he was returning to the mother's cottage. Both of them grabbed Kali's arms and insisted, Uncle, where is the mosquito garden? Please return it to the mother. Uncle Kali replied, Sister gave it to me. No, she did not give it to you. You have taken it. The Uncle Kali shouted, Sister, your attendants are going to kill me. The mother rushed to the courtyard when she heard the cry. Meanwhile, Uncle Kali broke out of their grip, ran to his room and closed the door. The mother mildly reprimanded her attendants. You are monks. You should not have deta you should have detachment. It is not proper to quarrel over a petty mosquito curtain. Observing the mother's non-attachment and forbearance, they went oh, they went to their room. I, in this chapter, how holy mother lived with his families, I I concluded, you know, it is a divine drama. Listen what I wrote. After reading the chap this chapter, the reader might wonder why Holy Mother endured all these trials. Why was this divine being surrounded by selfish, jealous, quarrelsome and greedy nailed relatives? She could easily have had a joyful and comfortable life in Calcutta with her wonderful devotees and disciples. The reader should remember that Holy Mother was acting in a divine drama. She needed both good and bad characters in her play. A drama cannot be interesting if there is, one, uh, there is no friction between good and evil. 
the more the hero or heroine of the play is opposed, persecuted and ill-treated, the more that character shines and arouses affection in the audience. For example, when in a performance Sita is abducted by Ravana or Dushasana publicly humiliates Draupadi, the viewer's love and sympathy wells up for Sita and Draupadi. And at the same time, they are filled with anger and abhorrence towards the villains. In her own divine drama, Holy Mother selected bad and worldly roles for, for some of her relatives and good and spiritual roles for her devotees, just as Ramakrishna had done before her. It is a drama. You need both characters. Anyhow, that story I added it in the second edition. What did you, when you saw mother, how did you feel? How, why, what is your reaction? When I was any young boy, I thought she is my own mother and my home. But I heard from the people that she was the Divine Mother. But I, then I asked, what, what is the characteristic, what is speciality you saw in her? That is a beautiful sentence. Mother knew, never used any heart-rending words to anybody. Somebody speak, you know, each other. You see, we make friends and enemies through words. We are not born with enemies and friends. Mother was Ajata Shatru, no enemies. He example that, you know, sometimes Gulapma used to use very harsh words, but mother n never used any harsh words to anybody. She had tremendous forbearance. She used to say, Prithivirmata Shodjogunchai, you must have patience and perseverance like the Mother Earth. So many things are going on in the Mother Earth, Mother Earth never complains. Shami told some other funny stories. In Belun Mathe, what is called a person who delivers, you know, milkman, milkman. A milkman used to supply milk to Belun Mathe. So he gave the milk. So that milkman was outside the monastery. He was drinking and he was talking and shouting. So some monks brought him inside. Hey, why are you behaving like this? Then <laughs> Swamiji called him. Hey, why do you add so much water in the milk? You adulterated so much water? He said, sir, my father and my, my other people used to add water from a pond with milk. But I, water, I, mix, I, I add water from a tubel. That water is very good.
they used to, you know, that is impure bad water from the pond, they used to mix the milk and sell the milk. But I had only chapkal, chapkal means tubel. Well, I had tubel water, it is a very good water. <laughs> Swamiji was so happy, he gave money to him. Hey, he spoke the truth, he spoke the truth. He spoke the truth. He spoke the truth. Hey, give him money. <laughs> How interesting. <laughs> Swami used to tell all these stories, funny stories. <laughs> he told in the, once in, in the monastery, they have a manual toilet, that means the sweeper will come every morning and clean the toilet, you know. So, three, four days the sweeper did not come, so it was very bad shape, so two monks cleaned it. The, toilet, bath, and then they took bath in the Ganges, came, Shami Premananda said, hey, you are, this, you are very impure, you cannot go to the shrine today. But in the afternoon, Shami Sarodananda heard the whole story, he said, today at night there will be a banquet, grand feast. He ordered meat and luchi and all fancy dishes should be cooked in honor of these two monks who cleaned the toilet. <laughs> who cleaned the toilet. In honor of these two monks, there will be a banquet. Premananda said this, He used to tell all the stories of Belun Mahajan. That is Shami then I met Swami Chit Prakashananda. He was a disciple of Brahmananda. 16th August 1982. I went to him, on blind, cannot see. Then asked, I introduced myself. Then he t began to talk to me. You see, I joined the monastery in 1913. Swami Brahmananda initiated me. When I asked Swanasra Maharaj, Maharaj began to dance. Then in 1923, Swami Sarodananda gave me Swanas in Jarambaji. Listen, brother, I cannot see. I am blind. But I can sing one hour. I can glorify the Divine Mother, Sri Ramakrishna. Then he began to sing. Ami Durga Durga Bole Amma Ami Jodi Mori Akhares Shedine Nataro Kamone Dekha Jabego Shankari If I die chanting the mother's name Durga 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 At the time of death If the mother does not appear before me, I shall see And he has I have so much devotion, love for the mother Mother will bound, is bound to come that he began to sing. I saw Holy Mother, but now I repeat my mantra. Think of that, 93 years old perhaps, does not see where is that person's mind in God. That is worth seeing, worth seeing. This old sadhu reminded me that the story, there was a monk who was blind. He went to 
Kedarnath, Himalayan pilgrimage, quite an interior of the Himalayas, holding the other shadows. So one shadu, when he came back, one other shadu says, you were blind, why did you go to visit the deity in Amarnath after, through all these ordeals and hard journey? This blind monk replied, it is true I have no eyes to see the Lord, but Lord has eyes to see me. <laughs> Lord Kedarnath, Lord Shiva saw me. I was present in front of him. He is not blind. I am blind. What a beautiful answer. What a beautiful answer. We have no eyes to see. That is the reason we come here. We have no eyes to see Mother, but Mother has eyes to see us. I, just one page I wrote about this Hadu. You know, just to see that in days, on old age, how they pass the days in the monastery. Shami Raghubarananda, Ramprasad Maharaj, 1895 to 1983, 2nd October 1977, I met him. From the very beginning, I had some kind of fascination for the Tapushi Shadu. There are various kinds of monks. Some are karma yogi, building hospitals, medicine, the educational institution, culture institute, great karma yogis. Some great pundits, extremely learned scholars, some great writers, some tapushi in the caves in seclusion. So I had some fascination for these monks who are tapushi. Only japa and meditation, passing the days that way. So I was, he was one of them. He was in Banaras, Konkal, Belud. So sometimes, do you know what I do when I was in Hollywood? In St. Louis also, when Christmas time, when some devotees give me some gifts, I used to send those money to those monks who are in the Himalayas, so that they can have a little milk, or a little good food, or have a little blanket. That is the reason my money would go to those monks, Tapashi Shadu. 22nd December 1978, he wrote me a long letter about his personal life. He joined the monastery in 1917. In 1918, Swami Brahmanda initiated him into Brahmacharya. Then he had a deep problem about his mother. He was the only son. Mother was in Bangladesh. So the abbot of the Banaras ashram asked, bring your mother here. In Banaras we have a section for the old women section. Men, women, some retired old people's home. But I served Shami Turiyananda for some time. 
Then I was the head of the Konkal Ramakrishna Shivashram Hospital for many years. Then in 1954, I went to Barloganj, Dehradun, and practiced austerities. Then in 1956, nine years I was in Rishikesh, practicing austerities. In 1965, I decided I shall go and retire in Banaras. So I met him there. G and I repeating mantra and studying the scripture. He, 27th August, he took me to Pramodadas Mitra's house. And the house where Swamiji stayed in Gopalal Villa in 1902. He was my guide. On 16th August 1982, I went to his room. I saw that he bought some guava. In Banaras, guava is the best guava in India. Oh, beautiful, full of fragrance. And so juicy, luscious. So he bought some guava. It is sold on the street, you know, Sanjuak. So he bought some guava and making guava jelly. Because Maharaj, what are you making guava jelly? Do you know why? There are many monks in the in this ten, number ten word. They get some bread, just toast. So this, if they have a jelly, they will be very happy to eat this thing. So I am making this guava jelly for them. I was he is now in their ages making guava jelly for the other monks. Then he gave me you remember thin arrowroot biscuits? So he gave me one thin arrowroot biscuit and put two chamos guava jelly and put another <laughs> another thin arrowroot biscuit. Now you eat. So I was eating. <laughs> what is love? You can feel it, this person. I shall never forget. <laughs> but do you know what did he give me? He gave me a, this much diary of Gurudas Gupta, who was a bachelor, Swami Sarudananda's disciple, principal of a college, retired in Banaras, and he collected reminiscences of many monks. We, when you read the, they lived with God, God lived with them, many will find Gurudash Gupta's diary, Gurudash Gupta's diary. That is my source. He gave me all the, this person, Brahmananda, Shivananda, Premananda, each disciple, whatever he heard from other monks, he recorded, recorded, recorded. So I have this one's diary. He died in Banaras, 7th September 1983, at the age of 88. Rugubarananda. Next, Swami I saw a Swami glasses, a little beard, a little long hair, small, short. In 1982, I interviewed him on a tape. Because I knew, I read his articles in Prabhupada, in Udbodhan, Srimad Swami Pe, in the company of him. 
fascinating stories. He was very close to him. So I asked Swami, here is my tape, you talk only about him today. 19th August 1982. I first went to him in 1921-22. He was on the used to live in the, on the fourth floor of the modern institution. M owned a school up to eighth grade on Amherst Street. Before I met him, I read his Gospel of Ramakrishna, Volume 4, Kothamrita. My friend told me that this author is still alive in Calcutta. So both of us went to him. He was seated on a chair. He asked us to sit on the bench in front of him. It was the month of June. few days before car festival. Rajatra, a few days after the car festival. So some devotees brought some Jagannath Prasad to him. So AIM was distributing that Prasad to every devotee and telling them, if you eat Prasad, you will get devotion. What is that Prasad? Dry rice. In Jagannath, you, I do not know whether you have seen in Ananda Bajar or not. Ananda Bajar is the food market of the Jagannath. You can buy food, cooked food, dry food. Dry many the rice which has not been consumed, they dry it and make it packet and then they sell it. So he is giving that uh, small particles of dry rice to everybody. Jagannath Prasad, you will get devotion. Shamiji also argued. Sri Ramakrishna also gave Jagannath Prasad to Shamiji. It will give devotion. Sir, I don't believe it. You don't believe it? No. I am telling you it brings devotion and you say no. Why? It is superstition. Super it is not scientific. Shamiji said to Sri Ramakrishna. <laughs> Sri Ramakrishna says, oh, it is not scientific. Do you believe the effect of the food on the human system? Swamiji, Sri Ramakrishna confused Swamiji. (laughs) Do you believe some food is laxative, some food is constipative? Do you believe that? Yes, sir, it is scientific. Oh, that is scientific. That you believe. <laughs> and this you do It is also scientific. It is a spiritual science. Then, do you know what Sri Ramakrishna did? <laughs> he put some, <laughs> some, some Jagannath Prasad put into Shandesh and gave Swamiji to him. He is a Brahmo. He does not believe in Hindu gods and goddesses. And that's how he transformed Swamiji. <laughs> putting Shandesh inside, <laughs> putting Jagannath Prasad inside. 
Well, I do not have any faith. But, but if somebody eats with faith, it is all right. But Sri Ramakrishna said it will bring devotion. Then M said, if unknowingly if we eat poison, what will happen? He will die. Do you believe that? <laughs> Every object has some effect. Then M became very grave. He started to look all the devotees. Sir, did you see this young man? Ramakrishna says this is you will get devotion. This young man does not believe it. Hello, you, did you see this young man does not believe it? You see this young man does. <laughs> he made this young man embarrassed in front of him. He <laughs> invited everybody. This young man says, the Ramakrishna says, but he is contradicting Ramakrishna. But he was embarrassed, he took the prasad. <laughs> Why do you stay? I will stay in Vivekananda society. What do you do? I do the morning worship, in the evening I do the aruti, and I look after the library. Good job. What do you do? Another boy says, <laughs> I collect money to maintain the place and I arrange lectures and classes. Hmm. But his job is good. <laughs> <laughs> then he, this young man, Swami Dharmeshananda, decided that he wanted to be a monk. So he expressed his desire to him. Him said, if you, before you become a monk, you must visit cremation ground every day. That way you will get renunciation. You will have to see the, how dead bodies are burning on the funeral pyre. Every day you must go and report to me. So he started to go to cremation ground every day. Then one day he did not go. So he came and said today I could not go. Why? Well, in, in our neighbor somebody died and we are listening, crying, people are crying for the dead person. So, oh, that is also all right. You got some renunciation. <laughs> then in 1926, he went to Devghar to join the monastery. There he stayed four years. Then in 1930, he came <coughs> to Calcutta and, and decided to go to attend Kumbhavala in Allahabad. And James told him, that when you go to Kumbhavela, Kumbhavela, the gathering of the monks in the confluence of Ganges and Jamuna in Allahabad, Prague. But like, every day when you go, you must write about the monks to me. I love to hear the monks, men of renunciation. So he used to write letters, what he was visiting, seeing in Kumbhavela. Then he went to for Taposha in Kuchia, in Almodar Kuchia. And there he wrote a letter to M. M wrote, 
Hey, I am glad that you are in the secluded part of the Himalayas and thinking of Sri Ramakrishna. What a beautiful environment. I desire to come and stay there, but I am too old. Tapasachyate Brahma. The more you will meditate on Brahman, you will flourish, you will expand. But you know, I caution you, be careful. A monk should not be alone for the beginners. Then when he came to Calcutta, M said, you know, your report I liked very much. You wrote very nicely, giving all the information about the monks. Let me tell you, you study Gita every day. Swami Turiyananda read Gita and he was the embodiment of Gita. He experimented Gita in his life. He is a Gitokta yogi. Then he said, Swami, Sivananda asked me to memorize this verse of the Gita. Gotir Bharta Prabhu Shakshi Nivasa Saranam Shudit Prabhava Pralayasthanam Nidhanam Vijamabhayam Goti. God is the goal of human beings. Bharta, Narishar, Prabhu, Lord, Shakshi, Witness, Nivasa, Dwelling place, Saranam, refuge, Shurit, friend, Prabhava, Pralayasthanam. He is the creation, preservation, destruction, all are in God. Nidhanam, Vijam, he is the seed of Bayam, Anjikeying. Meditate on that. Who is God? When I was in Anmoda, every day I used to read the chapter 9 and 10. There is a lot of devotion in those two verses, in those two chapters of the Gita. Another thing I tell you, Simo, I thought I was thinking that Aim is still alive. It is very precious to have the company of such a great soul. So I wanted to come uh, to in to near Calcutta. Fortunately, I got an offer. I got a letter from the General Secretary Birajananda that you come and you will have to be the assistant editor of the Udbodhan magazine, which is in Calcutta. Then I shall get opportunity to visit only three, four miles from Udbodhan to M's school. So I was very fortunate that I moved there. M died in 1932. <coughs> he used to live on the top of the school, on the fourth floor. There is only one cot some bookshelves, there are pictures of Thakur Ma Swamiji on the wall and some of the used materials of Ramakrishna in his room. He loved all those things. Even Ramakrishna's shoe is in M's house. <coughs> I went there, he asked me, repeat, Asato Ma Sad Gamaya, Tamaso Ma Jyotir Gamaya, Mrityurma Amritam Gamaya leads us from the unreal to the real, leads us from darkness to light, leads us from death to immortality. You know, aim used to emphasize on prayer. Prayer is the golden link between the short life and the eternal life. <coughs> you will have to give this life to God. Pray. Through prayer, Grace will come. Aim was very fond of me. He used to tell me many things about Thakur. 
Do you know what did he do? On the fourth floor on the roof, he put flower tops everywhere. And the roof wall was very high. So that he will not have to see the neighbors. He will see only the infinite sky. And in the afternoon, in the evening, people flock to Em's place. After job, they will come and rush to Em's place and just stay till 10 o'clock in the at night. They would meditate with them and the Em would talk about Sri Ramakrishna. One Swami wrote 16 volumes taking Em's conversation. 16 volumes. Srimadarshan, Swami Nittatpananda. One day I went, <clears throat> so one day I forgot my asana. So I went back one noon time. He said, Gee, I shall tell you something. No, 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 sir, at three o'clock, four o'clock I have a class. Swami Vasudevananda will give us class on Sandhu Gopanishad. He said, Deku, some people go to God, that is the royal path, reading the scriptures. That is continue coming age after age. Hold on Sri Ramakrishna. Have the class holding Sri Ramakrishna. He just came. He is everything fresh. This is the golden opportunity to realize God. I tell you, all Vedas and Vedanta are right, the feet of Sri Ramakrishna. If you hold on, oh, you will get all knowledge. You will reach your destination very quickly. Otherwise, it will be too late. It will be too late. Please, M was so excited to convince this young man that going Ramakrishna directly is more important and easy and quicker than going through reading through the scriptures. But he he left. He later on he lamented. He said, I say that I am not getting good japa and meditation. What shall I do? Please help me. He said, if you, do you know what happened? Those who read too much scripture, this and that, they remain in the intellectual plane. They cannot penetrate inside. You will be tired. I have seen some scholars dry. I was asking one sadhu in Bandarath Maharaj to be to the Anandopan, do you get some joy? <laughs> Everything is here. Heart takes you jokeni. Nothing entered the heart, only here. Jai intellectual. Then he was telling. Too much scripture will not allow you to penetrate in this in the spiritual realm. Prarthana, prayer is very, very important. And if you cannot do that, talk only about God. He quoted from the Gita. Verse 10. I sometimes ask people, memorize these three verses of the Gita. Chapter 10, 
1911. Then you exactly know what you are supposed to do and what God is going to do to you. First three lines for you and ne next three lines for, for Krishna, for God. <coughs> 10, 19, 11. Don't forget. Read, memorize. Him was my real well-wisher. One day I said, I don't believe, I do not have that faith that Sri Ramakrishna was God. What? You read so much about Ramakrishna, you associated with Sri Ramakrishna, your disciples, and all these things. But Kanja Ramayana Pode, You read the whole Ramayana, and now you are asking, who is the aunt, aunt of Shita? <laughs> He was making joke, you know. Shat Kanjo Ramayan Pude, after reading the seven volumes of Ramayana, you are asking, Acha Shita is, whose aunt is Shita? Listen, one day this happened to me. It must be in 1882 or 1883, after lunch, Master was resting on his bed. I was seated on his doormat and I was caressing his feet and I was thinking, He's, he is an ordinary person, like, you know, he eats, sleeps, moves around like ordinary person. He behaves like ordinary person. How can he be the creature, preserver and destroyer of the universe? How can he be God? Has he, has he come to this world as a human being to, to bless human beings, to save humanity? How is it possible? I see he is a human being sleeping in front of me. I was thinking that way. All of a sudden, Sri Ramakrishna got up. Hey, Master, to me, keep up. A master, man, he was a school teacher, so Sri Ramakrishna used to call him Master. Hey, Master, what are you thinking? Then Sri Ramakrishna put his hand on his chest. Ekhane shab. Now everything is here. Eke chinta kolle shab habe. If you think this person, you will achieve everything. Eke chinta kolle shab habe. Three times Sri Ramakrishna said. If you think this person, you will attain everything. You will think of this person, you will achieve everything. Ekhata bole. Boom. Sri Ramakrishna went into samadhi. Then again he came back from Samadhi. Then he began to talk with the Divine Mother. Mother, Amitu Kishu Janina, Mother, I don't know anything. Whatever you asked me to speak, I spoke that way. I am, a, I am your child. Ma, did I do anything wrong? Why you said these things through my mouth? M said, Then I realized that Sri Ramakrishna was God. And the Divine Mother and Sri Ramakrishna are the same. You know, when we listen to these stories from the old monks, that I have also the same doubt. This verbal testimony is so important to me. I saw Aim had a great fascination for truth. If you, do, you always keep your words, do not break your 
commitment that increases the integrity of the character. He would become very angry. If say, I shall come and see you, and if you do not come, he will be very mad at you. You deviate it from the truth. God is truth. Sri Ramakrishna is the truth. You know, I tell you frankly, everything is not in the books. You will have to learn from these monks. He was very independent. He never disturbed his wife or family. Sri Ramakrishna says, stay in this world like a maid servant. He used to make his own food, cook his own food through pressure cooker. At night time, a little loaf with a little fruits and sweets and a little milk. That was his food. The Swami said, <coughs> one day I went to see him and he was with some taking, carrying some water in a bucket. He was taking, was taking bath and he was not well. Then, <laughs> then Swami said, this young man, this Dharmeshwaran helped him. Um, Aim, I have a request to you. There is, he said, there is nobody here to look after me. Then you can go to Balloon Mart. The monks will look after you. What? Being a householder, I shall take service from the, from, from the monks? No. Then he said, the greatness of the monks. Monks are here like the mountain. And the devotees are like, like the shop, like a... Like a, like a mustard seed. <laughs> and they just bright sun and a khaddot. Khaddot means firefly. So monks and householders, so much difference. It is in the scripture he quoted. No. He wanted the monks should be independent, not hang on somebody. So Swami Bishananda came from Bombay with a rich merchant, very rich man. So Aim talked to that rich man. Then when the rich man went out, so Swami Aim called Vishwananda. He was the head of the Chicago Center. He died in 62, 63, I think, sometimes. I remember I used to send gramophone record for him from Calcutta. He used to play all those records. Anyhow, he called, listen, young monk. The devotees, the householders, rich people should follow the monks. The monks should not follow the householders. You are going for the rich people, for money, for these, these things. It should not be. <laughs> they will think that you only ask money for the money, money, money. They will not respect your words. Depend on God, not on rich people. Em scolded that young monk. Em quite often used to quote from Christ. A good shepherd goes to the search for a sheep, goes astray. Don't sell your birthright. Many stories about Christ. Em used to relate those stories, the parables. One Christian minister told him, you know, the way you describe the Bible, we do not see the Bible that way. Do you know what Aim said? He has a beard. 
আমরা খ্রিস্টের সঙ্গে ছিলাম তো উই লিভড উইথ ক্রাইস্ট সো উই ওনলি নৌ দি ওয়ে অফ ক্রাইস্ট মানে শ্রীরামকৃষ্ণ ওয়াজ ক্রাইস্ট ইনকারনেশন অফ গড উই লিভড উইথ হিম উই ইন স্রাইস্ট সো আওয়ার উইন হোয়াট এভার উই সো দ্যাট উই স্পিক In 1925, I got my initiation from Swami Sivananda. In 1928, Brahmacharya, in 1933, I got Shannas. After initiation, I realized the main goal of initiation is to make God your own. At that time, there is no difference between God and devotee. That eternal relationship at that time connected. God is Antarjami, indwelling self. He knows our inside, our outside. Aim used to say Guru and Ishto. Your Guru and chosen deity are the main thing in spiritual life. Guru has changed a bajikar. Guru is that magician. There is one rope with hundred knots. Guru says lag bhel ki lag, lag bhel ki lag. He rotates and all knots are open away. So, Guru and Ishto, these are the two vital things. Always be devoted to Guru and Ishto. In the evening, sometimes Amy used to check his hair from his body. If the hair is not visible, that means it is evening. This is the time one should meditate. That is the way Sri Ramakrishna used to just ascertain whether it is evening or not. If you cannot see the hair of your hand, that means it is evening. See, I'm going to did not have any watch or iPod, iPad, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no iPad. We have three something. <laughs> huh? I have three something. <laughs> <laughs> iPhone, iPad. I met several many disciples of Sri Ramakrishna and heard from them why he was going to Puri. So I went to Shami Abhedananda and asked Maharaj, I am going to Puri. Mm. Yeah. Could you give me some advice? Shami Abhedananda told me, Beshi ghurle bhakti hoyna. If you travel too many places, you will not get any devotion. Stay in one place and concentrate on japam and meditation and pray to Sri Ramakrishna. Then I went to see Shami Akhanjananda in Shargaji, another Jari disciple of Sri Ramakrishna. He was telling, there I became very sick. <coughs> when I got, my fever gone, was gone, then Shami Akhanjananda told me, Matras parshasya kuntiya shitushna sugudukkhoda aguma paino anitta tangnistitik shasya bharata. Sheet. Cold and heat and cold, happiness and misery, they come matras parshastu. It is the object and the senses. My senses and the objects, the connection brings this heat and cold feeling, 
experience, heat and cold, hunger and thirst, all these things come through the sense contact with the sense objects. What are they? They come and go. Agoma, apainu. Agoma means they come, apainu, they go. So, tang stitik shasya bharata, so far bear. Happiness, misery. There is a story of Rabea, the famous Sufi mystic. Somebody had hijack and cursing Allah. So, Rabea said, you are cursing Allah? Well, yes, I have terrible headache. How old are you? Well, I am so many years. All these years you have headache? No. So all these years did you praise Allah? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you did not praise Allah all these years you are living. Only today you have a little headache and you are cursing Allah. You are cursing God. That is it. Rabbi has another story I sometimes quote in my lecture. Somebody says, do you love God? Yes. Do you hate Satan? No. Why? God did not keep any hatred in my heart. There is only love. That sometimes I quote, you know. Great Sufi saint, Rabia. <coughs> Bas, up to this tonight, I just covered uh, three, four monks. It's a fascinating story, you know, how the how this shadows are. How many monks altogether, Samaji? Huh? How many sadhus altogether in your book? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. Mm. Uh, Two volumes. Has anything like this been done before, Swamiji? Huh? Has anything like this been done before in the mission? Such a collection like this? No. Okay, you want to have to go? No, you will come. I see. <laughs>